All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. My name is Danielle Day, and I am the founder, the owner, the director, the lead trainer of Open Up Yoga Teacher Training. And with me here is my director of marketing, Jake. Howdy, everybody. And two of our very favorite alumni. We have Emma. Hi. And we have Kat. Hello. Katrina, Katrina. Kat. Yeah. Where are you going as in the in the world? Are you are you? I Katrina is harder. I can't pronounce my own name sometimes, so sometimes I would be better like Katrina. That's why I go by Jake. Jacob is just too hard sometimes. <laughs> to get rid of that one syllable, it adds up over time. It adds up. Okay. It adds up. It's like, <laughs> I think yeah, Kat and Kat are the same amount of syllables, by the way. <laughs> so you can stick That's with Kat if you want. Okay, we'll do. We'll do. Right on. And so we're hanging out here on a day where we had some friends graduate teacher training. And it was really fun to gather all of you guys together because, like, Kat's here picking up a paycheck. Cha-ching. <laughs> and Jake was swinging by the bank. Yep. Very fun. You know, and Emma popped in, right, to, like, celebrate with the crew and give them some good advice and mentor. And so this was a moment today where I was excited to grab all of these alumni from different places in their journey to just say hey to people who might be thinking about like teacher training, like what does that accomplish? Like, is it really worth the money and the time and the effort? So um, my goal here, uh, you know, for detaining you guys <laughs> in the middle of your day was to just kind of like get your thoughts, you know, um, Emma you got a chance to sit down with Jordan when you first turned pro and she she and you interviewed together and it was a little a little interview about like the audition process where are you at since then oh it's been about 5 months i think since that interview mm -hmm. and i'm teaching at five different places wow it's amazing i love every single place every single place is really different and teaches me something new every day and i just love listening back to that podcast with Jordan because literally like everything you talked about happened and more and it <laughs> it was all the advice that I needed to hear. So, yes. Right on. Yes. Right on. And Kat, you turned pro and you started teaching here at Get Zen. Mm -hmm. How's it been going? It's been going good. You know, I'm... I'm the kind of person, if I go into any body of water, I'm going to slowly go in and I'm going to stay there for a bit while I adjust my leg temperature and I'm going to go in like a <laughs> few inches more. So that's what I feel like I'm doing with this. Like I'm getting, going in a bit, getting my confidence to get stable there, build the next block on top of that. I'm, I have two classes now and I'm Great. subbing whenever I can. Good job. Yeah. And, um, and I'm refining my resume awesome. nice. because right now, you know, I want something presentable and confident and, yeah, and it build faster and faster, I think, at the moment. But yeah, yeah it's know. exciting. What's your favorite part about teaching now that you're in it and you've been at this now for a couple of months? Mm -hmm. What's your favorite part? Well, I just love feeling confident now in the classroom versus worrying. Now, just with the confidence, it's just like, oh, and now I get to enjoy it. This is what I wanted. And at the beginning, I was like, this, is, this isn't what I wanted. I feel so stressed. But now... Um, it's enjoyable. Like this is a job. I can't wait to get more into this world. And this is why I started. And the dreams are coming true slowly and surely. Aww. 
Yeah. That's so cool. I'm so happy for you because I remember that when I met you, you had shared that sometimes, you know, you would be like at the precipice of something and it was your turn. It was your time. And then maybe you didn't like go for it full blast. Like maybe there was a little holding back. How's this different? Oh, yes. This is the first new thing I've tried in 10 years. I was a very, I was very afraid of being new and learning something, that learning phase of something. I was good. I was good at you being familiar with things, but being in an unknown and being the, the learner stage, beginner just made me feel so uncomfortable and scared. And I faced lots of fears with that. And also school. It's not really school school, but it, like buying books or something was terrifying. And right, right. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember when I handed you the books, and you're like, "Dude, books." Uh, there was some PTSD There's a thing coming about up. Books, Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> there is. You know, there is for a lot of people. And so, one thing that I'm always excited to help folks understand is that I would say about 45 percent of people who turn out for yoga teacher training self-identify as differently abled in terms of learning. Like some people call themselves dyslexic, or they just have a lot of test anxiety. And so one thing I'm really proud of is that we don't shove a lot of books in your face and make you take a lot of tests. I mean, right? Mm -hmm. But like we used the materials when they came up and they were useful. Do you find yourself referring back to the content? Oh, yeah. I'm glad I have those books. And when I started, I was talking to my sister about books and I was like, these are kind of expensive. She's like, oh, maybe you can find someone and just borrow them from her. So I asked Emma, actually. I was like, Mm -hmm. Emma, do you have any books that I could like borrow from you? And she's like, well... (laughs) And then now I know and why. I was so helpful and didn't let you borrow them. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, just, it just showed me that there's something that you still are valuing and that yes. I'm going to value later on too. And mm-hmm. I should just get them now. And like, it's not, yeah. it's not the same as college. It's not yeah. going to be the same. You look back to them for the rest of your life. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and speaking of books, Jake, you helped me edit the book that we're so very proud of. What's the name of our book? So the name of our book is Teaching Yoga a side hustle to save the world, embracing radical self-love and acceptance. Yes, high five. And it was a total labor of love to get to work on that. You know, it was, I was in yoga teacher training each weekend. And then on the weekdays, I would be working on editing your book. And it really helped everything just solidify in my mind, whether it be the Sanskrit names of poses or the order of the Hatha sequence or all these details, um, the open up style that we do with our five facets of a brilliant class. It all got really locked in by me getting to edit your book. So it was a very great experience for sure. Well, I'm grateful for your help. And you are a walking, talking, shining example of everything we want this program to do. You guys, one thing I wanted to address while we're doing this podcast today. So here's me this morning. I was buying snacks for the current group's graduation. You know, I was buying like the kombucha and the the fruit and the vegetables and the hip peas. Hello, yum. And the checker at Safeway looked at me and she's like, looks me up and down in the outfit I'm wearing with all the glitter and the weird yoga clothes. She's like, where are you off to? (laughs) And I'm like, well, I'm teaching a workshop and we have a party today. And she's like, wow, what kind of workshop? I'm like, well, they learned how to teach yoga today. They're all graduating and they're going to go be teachers. And she, she, she kind of like, she looked down, she goes, when I was in rehab for overcoming opioid addiction, they brought a yoga lady in because they said it would help us. And I was real excited to learn more about meditation and yoga, but I couldn't do any of the postures and I didn't, I didn't fit in and I, I didn't stick with it. And just like that moment where I was like, oh my God, hun, seriously, look at my face. This is what we're trying to do. We're trying to help you. We're coming up with ways to instruct that's for everybody's body 
in a yoga fashion that meets you where you're at, you know, put aside everything you see on the computer or on TV or in advertisements. What do you say to this, guys? I'm, I'm eager for each of you to like just chime in. Like, let's let's imagine we're speaking to people just like her who are I mean, she's five months sober now. Isn't that awesome? And she's working at Safeway. She's like starting her life over. And I'm like, I just want you on your mat. What can we tell her? Let's start with you, Emma. Um, oh my gosh. I feel like I hear that all the time. And from teachers too, where you start out and you just, you're nervous. You don't think you're going to know what to do. And a lot of people start out just looking at YouTube videos, but never actually go to a studio. And, um, yeah, I think part of it is, uh, you want to find a good studio. Like there are, I guess, some studios that make you feel that way or I don't know. Um, but more than that is as you're going in there, you just want to keep that thought in mind that no matter what, like you're, you're perfect the way you are, you're fine being there. Like that's the most important thing is, is being there, right? Yeah. Yeah, You're there. And and the rest is slowly going to happen. Exactly. And you guys are the kind of teachers who make people feel welcome. Like you're the kind of teachers who look people in the eyes when they come in and you're you're just glad to see them. Yeah. And 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 you're holding space for whatever's going on in their body today no matter what. What's the advice you give your students when they come out of a class and they're like, "I don't know if I did that right. I don't know what." You were there. Like you it's not about doing it right. It's about being there and I guess just trying your best, but not pushing your, yourself to do something that's hurting your body or anything like that. You're you're listening to your body and taking care of it, and that's the most important thing. Exactly. Kat, what, Kat, what say you? You've been at this a couple of months. you got all kinds of people coming in here at Gets In. Gets In! Gets In! Yay! <laughs> I teach there, too. <laughs> Jen Fuller, we love you, Tiffany. <laughs> I would say, yeah, basically the same thing. People have this idea that yoga is about you know, fitting themselves into the perfect position that they see in the book or they see in the pictures. And it's about learning. It's about a relationship with your body. And people are so fixated about what it looks like and being looked at by other people in the class. And it's just really about your relationship with your body and learning your boundaries. And I think that's what, when you're more self-aware with everything in your life, you bring that off the mat into your life. I think that's where it's the most helpful and um, needed, especially for recovering addicts. And when you're going through lots of stuff to just have that anchor in you yeah, and um, a place where you can learn that. And also, you know, with other people and have like this group support system in a different world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Community. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, I always say, you know, it's a yoga practice, not a yoga perfect. So we're all here practicing. We're all on a journey. And I think what everybody in our society is craving, but especially anyone who's an addict, is connection. Um, there's a great uh, expert on addiction who says addiction is a lack of connection to other people. That's people go to drugs seeking love, seeking connection. And so if you go to a yoga practice and you become part of a yoga community, like that's what I have felt, you know, coming to get Zen before I was even a teacher, just as a student, it gave me something to do every day where I'm on a path, I'm progressing, but it's not about the progress. It's about doing something I enjoy for myself. That's, it's like an act of self-love to take care of your mind, your body, and your spirit. And your thoughts in your mind can't really change 
how you feel, but your actions can. You can't think yourself into uh, a better life, but your actions every day start to add up. So that's what I love about yoga is that like therapy, I can only go to that like once a week or every two weeks. Yoga, I can go every day and really get like check in with myself. It's not about the physical asanas. It's about the transformation that's happening within. And one final thing I'll say to anyone who's anxious to start yoga is to quote Eleanor Roosevelt, you wouldn't care so much what other people think if you realized how little they do. It's no one. I love that. When you're on your mat, nobody is looking at you in the yoga class. Everybody is focusing on their mat, their pose, themselves in the front mirror. They don't even like register, like they know you're there. They're not looking at you to analyze your poses. Or even us as the teacher. Totally. Like as the teacher, we're just looking for ways that we can like help you into the pose if we feel like you need that or if you're doing something dangerous. But we're not like analyzing with a judgmental eye. So. Aww. I love that. Well, gosh, you guys, thank you for taking a minute to sit down and talk to the people. You know, we we have a real opportunity to be the light. And and I see that in each and every one of you. And I'm so grateful to you, Jake. I'm so grateful to you, Kat. I'm so grateful to you, Emma, for letting me walk on the path with you. And we have so many friends in this network. We have so many friends that are teachers. We have so many friends that are out there doing the work. I love so much that when people join in this tradition, they're really entering a boutique situation where we can really meet them where they're at, but that they're connected to a crazy big circle of friends. Mm -hmm. So thank you for being of that circle of friends. My pleasure. pleasure Thank you. Creating the circle of friends. Well, it's sustained uh, as always by my husband and my best friend. So shout out to Greg Day and Megan Pryor. (laughs) Greg's an amazing guy. I haven't met Megan yet. She made the logo. So oh, yeah, uh, I got to do a, <laughs> I got to do a speech at her wedding and I said, Megan, you're my lifeguard and you've been keeping me afloat ever since you taught me how to swim 15 years ago. So that's the thing about our work, right guys, you know, to one person, you know, you might just be like the whole wide world. You don't even know what impact you're having, right? To the whole wide world, you're just one person, but to one person in one moment while you're teaching one class, you just might make the difference. So thank you for your good work. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Please feel free to look up our book. Yeah, Teaching Yoga, a Side Hustle to Save the World is available on Amazon. And sessions are starting. We have a fall session coming up in a couple of weeks at our favorite little B1. Woohoo! We love you, Adam. We love you, Elena. B1, it's on the weekends. So for anybody looking for weekend times, it's a great, great opportunity. Yeah, and then the website, openupyogatt.com is going to give you more info about the rest. So anyway, guys, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of Labor Day. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. (laughs) All right, friends, namaste. Namaste. Namaste.